and because I was getting a little frustrated with the scripts, and I came up to him, and I forgot this, and, and he said that I said, now they got the Fonz jumping a shark, and I just said it in a way like, you know, can you freak, can you believe this? <laughs> yes, they, uh, they have jumped a shark. It's the afternoon news with Jim Leach, with no Jim Leach, Mike Wimacher, and Johnny Molson. Oh, hey, what? Hey? Yeah. Hey, hey how's it going? Hi. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Usually we're never on the radio. We have the Too Good for Radio podcast you can right. listen to. If Which you is it. awesome. I mean, yeah. what you're going to oh. hear now is going to be crap. Yeah. Yeah. It gets too good for the radio. So now that we're on the radio, expectations yeah. should be lowered because the really good stuff is on the podcast. So go find that wherever you find your podcast. Yeah. Radio is no place for something good. <laughs> no. Why would you want to be entertained by <laughs> By radio. <laughs> Why would you want to learn anything or be entertained by radio? That's that's an old school way of thinking, Johnny. Well, it's good to be sitting here with you, Mike. Yes. Just like the old days. Yes, exactly. And speaking of old school, we will uh, start things out with a talk a little bit about music because you have an interesting article because the past, between yesterday and Tuesday, I spent a lot of time on the road driving up to visit my sister and listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got me thinking as well, the, the core of this article that you're about to bring up of when do we, it's an interesting phenomenon, everyone does it, where it's just like, you know what, I'm done with anything new, yeah. I, this, this is where I stop with music, music has peaked, and I don't go forward. Why do we stop exploring new music as we get older? And the knee-jerk response that we normally get and call us in. Yeah, 217-629-7970. Uh, is, well, it's because the music sucks now. And it doesn't. No. I mean, there's there's garbage out there, but there's some really good stuff out there as well. But the thing about it is, the people who give that argument are very selective. Yeah. Right? Because, oh, the, the it's garbage now, but it was great back then. Every generation has their garbage. Sure. Right? Everyone, every, oh, gen, every generation has their who let the dogs out or their Lou Bega. Yeah. I mean, like, think, think about when uh, Bob Seger wrote, Today's music ain't got the same soul. I like that old... That was 1978 when he wrote that, okay? <laughs> so he's referring to what? I, I right, don't know. Exactly. He's referring to 1957? I don't know what he's talking about. Right, exactly. Um, and so everybody believes that the music they grew up with, that was the prime time. And so, yeah, if you're in your 40s, it was the 80s. You know, if you're in your 50s, it was the 80s. If you're in your 40s, it might have been the 90s. 90s. And, the, you know, and, and, and on it goes. And so why is it two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is the phone number? When did you stop exploring? Because I think that there's a difference. Like I still listen to yeah. new music if it's if it's on, but I don't. I have never. I haven't gone out and purchased a new artist. I think in probably like four or five years. Some of it has to do with discovery. Where do you go to find it? First of all, true. Uh, I mean, so many. Radio stations just play are the same playing thing. the hits of 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And you don't realize until you do the research and you go, yeah, Pearl Jam is old now. Yeah. Like, when, when I look at some celebrity birthdays and I see, oh, a member of Pearl Jam turned 60, you go, yeah. oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not uh, the hippest thing to play nowadays. According to one neuroscientist, uh, somewhere around the age 11, up until about the age of 11, kids are really eager to engage with something that's unfamiliar, unfamiliar music to them. Okay. Uh, and, and after that, it kind of starts to to peter off. Obviously, our teen years, that, that chunk of time when we're in high school is a pivotal time for music. Um, and somewhere after that, somewhere, I guess, in our 20s and somewhere, uh, we just start to 
peel away from it and do you still do you still seek out new music where are you finding it and um, and do you buy into this thing that well everything that's out there right now is garbage the yeah. only good stuff boy remember back in 2008 uh, <laughs> right. which is you know, it's, it's which is old 20, school yeah, though yes yeah. um, 217-629-7970 is the phone number yeah I'd be interesting to, to kind of hear you know what, what your thoughts are on this, but also maybe a kind of a sub-question of what was the first piece of music you bought on your own? Yeah. And what was the last? Like, how did your taste change over time of the first one you can remember purchasing with your own money? Because there's the first thing I ever got was that was mine was I got a cassette of Thriller from my aunt. So I don't know if I count that per right. se as my first choice. Because I think... But the first time you got to go to a music right. store and pick something out, do you remember what it was? It was Green Day's Kerplunk. Oh, okay. I wow. got I got, I got Green Day's Kerplunk was the first first one. And, it, and here's the thing. It didn't really change much after that. Like, my, my taste kind of stayed mm. in the... You usually have yeah. kind of ebbs and flows, but my taste in music kind of stayed in that particular genre because the last album I can remember purchasing was an album by The Interrupters, like, from four years ago. It's kind of interesting because you and I aren't that far off apart in ages, but far enough that it doesn't sound like you ever had the... that you ever went to a, a, a music store to buy a single. I did. Okay. I, I bought... Like, so Kerplunk was my first album, but I did buy... But I mostly bought albums, very rarely did I buy singles. Mm. And singles that I bought were, I bought Faith, and here's the thing, I bought Faith No More's Falling to Pieces. Not epic. I bought Falling, Falling to, to Pieces, pieces. On a, okay. as a cassette single. And the other one was Collective Soul Shine Ooh. as a single. Okay. I, didn't want to buy, I knew right away that Collective Soul was, was going to be garbage overall. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want a full album of this band. I only want the single. Uh, so, and I don't think you can really point to a time when you can say, well, I am no longer listening to new music. For whatever reason, either it's just our priorities change, our tastes change, something happens. Um, we get busier, and it's just it's just easier to go back to what's familiar and what's right. comfortable to us. And that's not wrong. That's not a flaw. Um, but it, but it's, it's, it is a function of just getting older. Yeah. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, boy, I'm going to feel aged on this one. Hit it. Um, my first, the first record I ever got, I won. It was Cheap, Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good one. Then I, I went out and bought a K-Tel. K-Tel, does any you guys even remember that? Oh, heck yeah. Uh, that, Who doesn't? I bought a compilation because it had Greg Kinn's The Breakup song on it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> then my next album was, I believe it was uh, Motley Crue Shop Devil. <laughs> wow, that that escalated quickly to go from buying the K Tel for Greg Quinn to I'm going to get Motley Crue, baby. We could we could do a whole. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, we. I mean, we could do a whole segment on bad. Columbia House purchases. Oh, yeah. Because that was, I mean, good Lord. Talk, about, talk about your first taste of temptation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> first time uh, the, the devil snuck out into your brain and said, you can have anything you want. In fact, you can have a dozen of them. For only a penny. For only a penny.
just send it back in the mail and it'll always be free forever. But when you go for a college loan, it'll be on it'll be on your list forever that Columbia House still owes you. And and so he he had the first step there of the KTEL yes. music, which was essentially the equivalent and, of that's what I call music 1981. And compilations are always interesting because you would look at it and be like, okay, I'm gonna get it because I want this. Yeah. But inevitably, that was a way you would actually would be, learn yeah. about new bands because there, there would be a band or two that you had not heard on that compilation. You go, I want to learn more about them. But yeah, the Columbia House, <sighs> man, we could have that conversation at 217-629-7970 because for us, it, it was agreed upon by the family. So then it was the oh. divvying out of who, you know, there's, there's eight choices. There's four mm -hmm. in the family. You all only get two. <laughs> So then it became like, whose two is That's this, and whose two is that, and whose two is this. So I think for my choices in that, and once again, this wasn't my first purchase of my own. Like I was, you know, I got yeah. to choose, but I didn't use my own hard-earned money on this. The quarter of a cent that would have gone into this first one. I think my choices were The Car's Greatest Hits and El DeBarge. <laughs> See? Not too bad. The rhythm of the night got me, and then the rest of that album stunk. I and, well, the thing is, I, I did it on my own. I didn't even. Oh, ask did you? I, oh, just, okay. I didn't ask permission. I just sent the penny in, like a like a crazy rebel that I was. You are, uh, and I think ended up with Lionel Richie's. Um, Who? Yeah, it was on our. It was, that was my sister's choice. Dan, was it Dance on the Ceiling? Yeah. Lionel Richie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Was that the name of the album? I don't know if that was the name of the album. I can't uh, remember. I think Dance All Night on the Long was on there. All night, yeah, all yeah. That. I think All Night Long was the name of the album. But yeah, um, yeah. It was all the hits. A couple of Duran Duran albums in okay. there that I got. Uh, a Cars album was was in there. I mean, it was everything that was right in that chunk of time that I was in that I was in high school. Now the first, the first single that I that I, I think I'm pretty sure I bought this myself, uh, was Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, okay. You went novelty right off that. <laughs> novelty? How dare you? <laughs> the Charlie Daniels band. The Charlie Daniels band. Everybody loved that song back and in the day. And then I had a certificate for a, a free album from a from a music shop, um, and I spent it on the the sound <laughs> the soundtrack to Xanadu. <laughs> well, you had to believe we were magic, That's Johnny. Right. Had to believe we were magic. My first gift card. Uh, to Sam Goody, like I said, was Kerplunk, mm -hmm. The Offspring, um, self like self title, I can't or no Smash, and Liz Fair's Whip yeah. Smart, and it was <laughs> and it wasn't so much because of the music for Liz Fair. It was like I, I would just want more pictures of Liz Fair. And maybe we ask the question in, in, in another in another way is. Do you ever go back to music from when you were really listening to new music and listen to it again and go, wow, that was not as good as I remembered it being? That's always tough yeah. when, when you hear that. When you go. Some stuff still holds up, and it's fine. Yes. Uh, but every era, as you said before, has its garbage, and you can go back to when you were in high school and really getting into new music and find plenty of stuff that is just dog crap even going through your own albums yes and you go i i i i worked hard to yeah. earn money to then turn around and buy a tonic album yeah let me turn around and listen to this thing and see if i still like it and i don't no it inevitably <laughs> i think at one point with the tonic album 
Johnny, and, and when I was moving from the Quad Cities to here, yeah. I believe to cleanse myself of everything, I threw the tonic album off the I-74 bridge <laughs> into the Mississippi River. I said, I have had enough of you, right. tonic. And the fish threw it back. Right. It said, no, I don't want it either. <laughs> Columbia House is still coming after me. I don't want free music. <laughs> yeah, what the big voice guy just said, but Jim's not here. It's Mike Wimacher and Johnny Molson in for Jim this afternoon. 217-629-7970 is a phone number. Johnny, I think I committed a pizza crime last night. All right. Well. I mean, it was delicious, but I just don't know. Because for years, I, and I believe you, have railed against pineapple on pizza. Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't... I don't go into a conniption and lose my mind if like I, I see I do. it. Yeah, I don't think it's, you know... I'm not going to call the police. Uh, I almost did, because okay. my... So, so I, I went half and half on a pizza. doesn't appeal to me. No, no. It, it, who wants warm fruit? Nobody Once again, it's a warm, warm fruit thing. But here's the crime I think I committed. So we got pizza last night. My sister and I, it was, it, she got half of Canadian bacon. Her half had pineapple, which I was immediately like a front to. <laughs> but the, the... Did you make them deliver it in two different boxes? No, I should have. Yeah. I should have been like, no, cut that box in half. Give me one half and not the other, because how dare the pineapple taint any part of this pizza? Yeah. So the particular place that we went up in the suburbs of Chicago has a varied amount of different toppings and varied specialty pizzas. One of the toppings that you could choose was hot jardinera. Interesting. Which is what I chose. Okay. So I had half Canadian bacon, half hot jardinera <laughs> well. on, my on my pizza. And I, I feel like a hypocrite because if I'm going to be against pineapple, I kind of feel like I should probably be against hot jardinera being thrown on a pizza as well. <sighs> I mean, not, not that it's not that it's fruit right. at all. No. I mean, it's carrots and you know peppers yeah. and everything else on there. But I just don't uh, know. I feel like I committed a pizza crime. It, it probably. I, I think yeah. I think if you were on the south side with the Italians, that would have been frowned upon quite substantially. Um, even the Canadian bacon, I think I have a problem with. <laughs> I love Canadian bacon on yeah. pizza, which is basically fancy ham. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's not yeah. <laughs> It's not good. I, I, like, I, I like Canadian bacon. I like the fancy ham. But it, it was the hot jardinera that I put on the pizza. That's interesting. That I felt like I just committed a pizza crime, I think. I mean, it was delicious. Well, I'm, and that's that's the test. Did you enjoy it? I did. Because normally I like banana peppers. Mm -hmm. I'll throw a little banana peppers on there. And I thought, well, let's kick it up a notch and let's let's see what happens. Let's get crazy here with this pizza. And where else am I going to get an option of hot jardinera on a pizza? That's true. No, I think you're, I think you're right about that. Uh, I... I would let it pass. Okay. I, I, would, I might go, huh, interesting choice, not mine. Right. But I'm not going to. Okay, you're not going to cast aspersions? Yeah. Take a quick call. Hi, you're on WMAY. So, Mike, I'm with you on this. The only thing, because my wife, she likes pineapple on the pizza. Ugh. And I'm like, I, I, just, I was like, look, the only time I want hot fruit is when it's in a pie, okay? Yeah. Right. And, and she's like, well, look. You know, tomatoes are a fruit. Pizza is basically one third <laughs> tomato. No. no. <laughs> That's a, I hate that hey, argument where the people of the pineapple like, there's other fruit on there. Yeah, okay, Poindexter. Right. That, that, that's how I thought. I was like, look, this is not semantics. This is emotion. And right, right. now, your feelings are ruining my pizza. <laughs> yes. Agreed. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call. 217-629-7970. Yeah, I think you were taking a risk half and half because some of that pineapple juice could have, like, inadvertently... No, even better. Huh. What I, I, I noticed when I got the pizza, bat, you know, you open the thing, 
even better. Some of my hot jardinera ended up on the pineapple side. Good. Teach her a lesson. Exactly. Take that with your disgusting pineapple. Hi, you're on WMAY. What about cheeseburger pizzas complete with pickles? Yeah, th- people enjoy that. See, that's the thing. Like, when it comes, it, I, I'm a buffalo chicken, and I appreciate the phone call. I'm about buffalo chicken pizza guy. But then it, then that goes against the hypocrisy of when I get upset at yeah. Oreos do, yeah, for being d- things besides uh, Oreos. Just just do, do everyone a favor. If, you, if you're going to do the buffalo chicken or the chicken with Alfredo or something, just call it a flatbread. It's just a flatbread sandwich. It's just a thing. You know, it's not it's not a pizza. It stops being a pizza at point. so. I mean, I think it's, it's it's sauce and it's cheese. It's peppers and pepperoni, mushrooms, I green think, peppers. That's about where, you know, you got to stop right about there. I think the Canadian pe- bacon, you idiots. <laughs> That's okay. Perfectly acceptable. No, I think isn't. the I think the pizza crime that I, I if I, I would have committed is if I would have got Italian beef topping and the hot jardinera on the pizza, <laughs> then why the hell am I not just getting an Italian beef sandwich? <laughs> right. Because now I got that's mozzarella true. That's true. and that's, it, that's it, really it, all you've done. Right, exactly. So I I swapped out the beef yeah. for Canadian bacon, which I would not do on a normal sandwich. Yeah. Where, so. where does Canada and Italy intersect ever? Never. That ever happens. Knock it off. Quit knocking Canadian bacon. It's a mm. fine bacon. Come on. Lee Greenwood was proud to ham? be in Canada. You did a ham on pizza? I, if, there, if there's no Canadian bacon, I go ham. Ah, I like yeah. I like a bit of salty. All right. Okay. All I got right. no use. Right. I got no use for your other other sausages just, and, t- just, and such. Put a slice of bologna on there, as long as you're just completely being a moron. What? Just had to wake everybody up. I assure you, we're still here. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. Remember us? We were talking uh, about, you know, an age ago about certain things. It is the afternoon news with Jim Leach, but Mike Wimacher and Johnny Molson in for Jim. In the little time we have left in this hour, uh, do you want to get into uh, Am I the A-Hole from Reddit? Oh, okay. Uh, And I think this is one everyone has dealt with at one point or another. So 217-629-7970 is the phone number way in because, well, I'll just get to it. This gentleman goes, I just got off a Southwest flight and I sat, I was sat towards the very back of the plane when we landed. People at the front got up and got ready to get uh, their stuff, but no one in the middle section got up. I was in the aisle seat and I only had a backpack, so I took the opportunity and walked to the front of the plane to nope. line up behind the people in the very front. Nope, nope, nope. So nope, he's nope, from the back, nope. coming to the front. <laughs> he says, while I was waiting to exit the airplane, the person sitting in the seat next to where I was standing asked me, quote, have the rules changed? <laughs> and I pretended not to hear him because I had headphones on and didn't say anything to him. Then he got up and said, quote, why don't you go back to the back and wait like everyone else? <laughs> I didn't respond again, but this time there was a lady behind me who said she needed to catch her connecting flight that was already boarding. The guy then said, quote, well, the rules haven't changed, but if you want to be a jerk, go ahead. Wow. The lady who had the connecting flight definitely had a valid reason to, quote, unquote, cut in line. But when was this rule ever a rule? I don't think I did anything wrong because everyone who I quote-unquote skipped could have gotten up and waited in the aisle. So am I the a-hole year, here? Yes. Yes. Yes, you yes. are. Yes. I, I, I go I, in. There's only one way out of the tube. Just go in order. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. Do you agree this guy is the a-hole? And kudos to the people in the middle of the plane. For not getting up, I, because I, I, you can't go anywhere. No, and now, now this guy, as he went later on, like as the comments come and go, and that's the whole thing of Reddit. 
was saying, well, you know, he was like, I waited until we were, you know, already at the gate. I could, you know, the, the, the no, seatbelt. He, he goes, the seatbelt sign was off, and we were like, we were connected to to go to the term, terminal. So it's not like they could have. That's the problem. If everybody gets up at once, then no one gets off the plane because right. it becomes just total anarchy. Yeah, yeah. And and someone was d defending him in the comments saying, oh, this is just a class war thing. Of It's like, what class war? Like, there's no upgrades in— No, in, not on it, Southwest. Not on Southwest. It's not like you are buying the cheaper seats so you you can't cut the people in front no. of you. Uh, yeah, and it's it's always look. I mean, aside from I get that you want to get up and stretch and you've been kind of folded in half uh, for three hours or whatever, uh, but I, I don't know why I don't know what the urgency is for everyone to jump on their feet and get into the aisle and then just stand there. Are the th that's miserable? Bes besides the lady who is trying to get her connecting flight, right? right what what is your need? to get off the plane maybe four minutes earlier. Maybe. Maybe four minutes earlier. But when you do what you do, and then all of a sudden this upsets other people, yeah. and then they get a, it becomes a log jam because inevitably then people are trying to grab what from the carry-on and everything else. Kudos to the people in the middle who are just like, I'm not going anywhere there's for a no, while. There's nowhere to go. Exactly. There's what? nowhere to go. So 217-629-7970, this, this cutter an a-hole or not. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hello. All right. Going once. Going two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Yeah, it's it's one of my biggest pet peeves of if, air if, travel. If everyone would just do the zipper, yes, just you know, your aisle, your aisle, 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 and and it just, it, and then you just, you just you're done. It, it has nothing to do. The other thing that bugs the hell out of me, especially because I fly, I fly south Southwest quite a bit, are the people who and I understand that the carry on space is limited. But it's the individuals who want to put their carry-on right away when they get in the plane mm -hmm. and then go sit all the way someplace else. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, because now what's happened is the people who are sitting there now have to go back for things to put their carry-on, and then that becomes a whole to-do. Carry-on thing is a, is a mess, and, uh, and, and yeah, it never quite fits like it used to. Uh, no. I saw one guy just this past weekend. He put his thing in, in the carry-on, and it was just his bag, and then he slammed the door shut. What are you doing? I was like, wait a minute. That's buddy. not how this works. <laughs> you don't slam the door shut. The store just right, slams the door shut. Or the people who put their just their jacket up there. <laughs> Hi, you're on WMAY. Yeah, so I, I just actually took a flight to Phoenix, and the thing that really, was really bothering me, too, when I'm getting getting ready to board the plane um, and with American Airlines that we I think there were like I don't know nine boarding groups and I was boarding group four but like the people that were in boarding group seven and yeah. eight yes. were like rushed up to the front and like you kind of got to wiggle through them and like you know ask yeah. what boarding group are you well I'm boarding group eight well I'm boarding group nine what board you know I'm four so then they give you this disgruntled look you know that you have to kind of like squeeze by them it's like just I mean I've had to board in group nine just Go up when just, they call your group. Hang tight. You're yeah, gonna get. You're, you're gonna, gonna get there. Yeah, we're all gonna get on the plane. Yeah, They're not the gonna plane. be like, well, and today it's the roulette. We rolled the thing. Border Group Seven right. doesn't get to fly. Have you ever seen a plane leave <laughs> ten minutes early because everyone got on faster? It doesn't happen. No. They leave at a certain time. There's a reason. Yeah. Thank right. you. Appreciate the phone call. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Hi, you're on WMAY. 
those are the same people that when they're driving down the interstate and there's a merging sign about a half a mile ahead, yes. wait till the last minute to say, hey, I think I'll just get over now. Yeah. Right. Or they, yeah. They yeah. Duck. Uh, oh, hey. God Appreciate you, buddy. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they duck in and they try to uh, excel past everybody. And it just, yeah. it never, it never, it never turns out the way you think it's going to turn out. By the way, I, d- I also don't care for this guy pretending, oh, I, I had my, I, I'm, not, I'm not hearing you. I guess you got my headphones yeah. in. It's like, so, you heard so, it. Because yeah, he, he, he knew he did right. something wrong. Exactly. He Why did. else would he be ignoring people? Right, exactly. And, and and as much as I don't like confrontation, kudos to the one guy who be like, hey, has the rules changed? And then yeah. he could have used some stronger language, though, than jerk. That's for sure. <laughs> Do you want to share a quick story from Brevard County, Florida, where some Florida beachgoers are describing their surprise with nudists at a popular stretch of sand in Brevard County. Uh-oh. Here's what one individual said. Even Brevard. Yeah, Brevard. Brevard, Brevard, whatever it may be. <laughs> anyway, um, this is what one lady said, and I quote, There's big fat guys laying there like this. Fat! <laughs> fat! I don't want to see that kind of stuff, she said. Fatty! You fat, fat, fatty, fatty, fat walrus! Fat, fat, fatty, fat! She goes, it was uncomfortable. I was covering my eyes. Well, here's the problem. Sections of the Canaveral National Seashore were damaged by the 2022 hurricanes, and some signs marking areas of nude sunbathing were washed away in the storm. Wow. So now they have not replaced the signs at all, so no one knows where the nude can be and where the nude can't be. Wow, so you're just happening upon nude all of a sudden. They had families venturing onto stretches of beach they normally would not go. Yeah. Officials say there's no federal law addressing nudity on the beach since it's a national park. Yeah, I went on to say, I'm frustrated because there was no sign. There was no warning for us to know what we were going to experience. <laughs> to make matters worse, she said two men were seen committing lewd acts with children nearby. Oh. The men reportedly stopped before rangers arrived so no arrests were made. According to the sheriff's office, beachgoers should call them if they think someone is breaking the law. And they'll come out to determine if it's federal or state. It just gets worse and worse. It really does. It is Mike Wimacher and Johnny Molson in for Jim Leach today in Springfield's afternoon news on 92.7 WMAY. And Johnny, I brought this up Tuesday, but we really didn't get a chance to get into it, so I want to revisit it real quick. Okay. And it has to do with grocery store etiquette mm-hmm. at 217-629-7970. Because inevitably, I see this, and I, I don't think people should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law over this. But it always kind of plays with my mind when I go to the grape section and there are individuals who are taking a single grape from a bunch or from a bag or whatever Mm -hmm. and doing a taste test of that particular bunch of grapes. No, I think that's BS. And and so they they, they take the grape and they test it and they go and then they move aside and then they take, then they move on to the next one. And they take a grape, yeah. and they try, and inevitably they'll have maybe eaten an actual bunch of grapes <laughs> before they finally choose the correct bag of grapes. Name another produce where Thank that's you. legit. Thank you. So, so my question is: Is that really? Is, it, they're stealing, right? I think so. I know it seems ridiculous to say that yeah. because it's just a single grape, and you're like, "Why are you getting so upset?" But I start thinking about it in my mind. I'm like, they're kind of stealing. They're very much stealing. They're very much stealing. 
Because, to, and that's what I thought of. I was you're like, not gonna, you're gonna like crack open the plastic on a thing of shrimp and just nibble on it just to see if it's if it's fresh. Well, you're not gonna do that. Well, you can't do that with the apples. You can't pull you can't, up a, like no. the three pound. You're not gonna stand there and peel an orange. The three pound bag of apples. You can't rip <laughs> open and be like, I'm just gonna try the wine right. and then eat and take a bite or two of it and go, well, that's not great. And then right. open another one and and bite into that. There's so two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is a phone number. I be, I believe that's a theft when you try when you, the other thing that bugs me. It's always the grapes. They <laughs> feel like because there's no other. What other produce can you do that with? Nothing else is just sitting there like that. No, because the other thing that bugs me too are the people that try to because it's usually the same person who tries the grapes, and then they're the same one who build their own perfect bag of grapes. Oh yeah. They don't they don't just they're all put in there in a bag, but they're the ones moving them around and like, well that that bunch looks good and that so I'm going to put that no. bunch here, I'm going to put this bunch here, then I'm gonna put that bunch there, and then they build their own perfect and the rest of us uh, scrubs get lesser grapes because of these idiots. That's right. That's right. Have you ever gotten like I don't know a bunch of oranges or something? You get it home and it's like ah oh, these oranges aren't that great. They're just kind of not all. That's always the worst. Like, eh, you know. Yeah, that's always the worst. But that's the roll of the dice you take. Sometimes you just don't get. Uh, you can't just go in and grab the orange and no. go. I'm gonna peel this right here, in in front of everybody. I'm gonna right. peel this orange and then I'm gonna gonna eat it like one slice of it and say not for me and go to another p package of oranges yeah. and open it up. It's just it dawned on me when I saw that that it's like should I tell should I tell you the should. people up front be like you should so, dial 911. Should some I, I have a grape incident going on here <laughs> at 217629 happening right now. 217629 is the phone number. If I'm trying to think of anything else in the store not even just in the produce. <laughs> there are I the mean you can't like peel off a leaf of cabbage. And munch it there, right? <laughs> like a rabbit. I'm trying just to think of other it. things that are open that you could you could you get at. I guess if you wanted to, you could take a leaf of the lettuce and start gnawing on that. But no, I don't know. You I, can't. But I don't know. But I, you shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. But I, and, and I don't know what that's going to tell you because lettuce is a vessel. Lettuce isn't right. the end all, right? <laughs> right. I mean, no one just goes, man. I'm just going to eat me a slice, just, just, a, just a leaf of lettuce, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. No one does that. Uh, but grapes, you do. Yeah. And it just they they bug me. I feel like they're committing a crime. I, they are. They are. Uh, you're on WMAY. Gentlemen, what? so good to hear you live. Thank you. Thank I you. I listen to your podcast, and there's so many times when you guys are talking about something, and I'm like, oh, I need to call in, and it's like, oh, I can't. So, well, Do you I want our home numbers? We can... <laughs> Johnny's very lonely. Would you like his home number? When you yeah. listen to the podcast, you just call him and reference that conversation? <laughs> there you go. I can do that. I, I'll just text. How's okay, that? that's fine. Perfect. <laughs> Um, I am not a, a grape thief. I do not test the grapes, but I don't like huge bunches of grapes, so I will be one of those people that pulls out a bunch, so I just have a little bit, so I'm not wasting. I'm I just take what I need. I'm okay with that, right? Because you're trying to be economical about things. I'm talking about the people Correct. who sit there for 15 minutes and play three-card Monty with the grapes <laughs> to find just the right amount, like just the perfect amount of grapes for them, the perfect bunches. 
I, I just try to be conservative. I don't want to throw a bunch of them away, so I just take what I need. That's, you are I may perfect. have to shuffle some around, but... Yeah, that's perfectly acceptable. Appreciate the phone call. Stay on the line. Johnny will give you his private number. You're to a call fine, him. fine American. Yes, we appreciate you listening to the podcast as well. For those who don't know, the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Find it where you find your podcast and also at the WMAY.com. What are, your, what, what are people doing when they squeeze fruit? Yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm guilty of or that. Or you thump on the watermelon. I don't. Is, is there something I'm supposed to? I, I, and I do it too. I just don't know why. The thump of the watermelon. I feel like it's supposed to sound hollow. Is supposed to know. be a good one. I don't know what it's supposed to. I don't know. I, I, do I don't it. know what. I don't know what a tomato is supposed to feel like. I don't know what a watermelon is supposed to sound like. I, I, I do it, but I don't know why I'm doing it. I do the. Uh, I do the thump on the watermelon. Right. I also do the flip. To look underneath the bottom of the strawberries and the raspberries and make sure you don't have moldy ones oh, on the bottom. Sure, yeah. I always do that. I squeeze an apple and I don't know why. Yeah. Is it like, because it's a, I want to be like Hulk Hogan and it's like, I'm making applesauce. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. I do it, I do it with that. Um, and I also, I squeeze, I, I will squeeze the bottom of a grape. I like a, I like a crisp grape. I don't like a, a I don't like a flimsy grape. Yeah. Plums. I think you're supposed to try to figure out what the what the density of a plum is. But again, I don't know. I don't know when I when I, it's right. I don't know for nothing when it comes to plums yeah. or nectarines or peaches. <laughs> or the people that that smell it, smell it. Yeah, yeah. get it up to their nose. Like gross. great. Now you're gonna put that back. Yeah. I got I got your gross nose all over my peach. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, I also do not try the grapes because I would want to wash them first. Yes, there's but, that. But um, I, I do build my own sack. <laughs> Not a huge sack. I just will go through and filter through and find the ones that I want to take. Are, are they that wildly different? I guess I never even thought to do that. I just usually grab the bag and right. go home with some grapes. And you don't wash them when you get them home. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, as far as I just grab a bag, like I'll, I'll maybe like squeeze one grape, be like, okay, they seem okay, and then I just grab it. I've never actually gone through to try to find the perfect bunch. Well, I don't really go through them, but if you look at the bottom of them, some of them are like squished and okay. yucky, and yeah. I don't want the yucky ones. I don't think anyone. If you've never taken anything away from WMAY. Word to live by, no one wants yucky grapes. Nobody I, wants yucky grapes in, think, your, in your sack. In your sack. I think we all can agree. Right. No yucky grapeage in your sackage. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. Hi, you're on WMAY. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm not trying to one-up you one, but the grapes, okay, I'm all right with that. However, uh, I witnessed a woman in one of the Walmart hover-rounds, I call them the thing, the cart, okay. whatever, looked like... <laughs> Uh, there were saddlebags on it, and she was in the deodorant section. No. And she was smelling different deodorants, and she found the one she wanted. She took the cap off, put it under her shirt, <laughs> put it on, put the cap back on, and replaced it. Oh, no. Wow. That, 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 so, that's life in prison right there. You that's... called the FBI, right? Uh, I, yeah. Oh, okay. I good, but, good, good. Yeah. You should actually witnessed that. Wow. wow. That, that, uh, yeah. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. That's a capital offense right there. Put, using the deodorant and then putting it back. Hi, you're on WMAY. I had a lady one time pop, or it was actually a guy that popped the seal on a uh, jelly. Like, unscrewed the jelly top. You heard the pop. Dude. Smelled it. 
put the top back on and put it back on the show. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. Uh, I was like, what are you doing? And he just didn't respond and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? Oh my God! What? What was the point of that? Like, yeah. oh, I gotta get good, good smelling I, jelly. I wonder what grape jelly smells like. <laughs> I wonder what that strawberry <laughs> jelly is. <laughs> gotta make sure that's fresh grape or strawberry God, jelly. They do some weird things. They do. They do odd things with their grocery shop. And really, I don't think if you stopped. 10 people who were doing some weird kind of examination of the cantaloupe and the squeeze and the thump and the smell. They don't know what they're looking for. No, I, I, I've done the watermelon thump new, two numerous times to count, and I have no idea of consistency of actual no. decent watermelon or not. And, and did, yeah, I mean, did you equate it with getting home and saying, damn good watermelon? I'm glad I thumped that. <laughs> no. No, of course no, not. Because, because inevitably I will thump it again and the next one <laughs> right. will stink. Like, oh, and I, sh- like, I should have thumped it. I should have thumped this one more. <laughs> I only thumped this one once. Right. I should have given, this should have been a shave and a haircut thump. <laughs> the music was loud. I couldn't hear the echo. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. You know what Boone Hour means? Time for the daily poll question. Find it at WMAY.com slash poll or inside the WMAY mobile app. Today's daily poll question, Springfield City Council vote next week on a proposal to spend more than $20 million on the construction of three, not one, not two, but three new firehouses. What are your thoughts? Your choices. I support the proposal. The city needs to invest in new firehouses. I oppose the proposal. The money could be better spent on other projects or I'm on the fence. I support public safety, but $20 million is a lot of money. Or D, I don't know a damn thing about firehouses, and I have no strong opinion about this. That would be my choice. Uh, But 65% of people saying they support it. We need to invest in the new firehouses. 27% say I'm on the fence, and only 7% say you could spend that money better. How many Dalmatians do you get uh, for that $20 million? What do you get there? There better be be at least uh, 51. Yeah, big old pot of chili. What else do firefighters need? (laughs) Uh, but how many poles in that firehouse? Yeah, a bell. Got to have, yeah, 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 have a bell. Yeah. So th- those have. are the important questions. When they have this up for public public uh, yeah. comment, you ask them how many Dalmatians we're getting for this 20 million bucks. Blinking lights. Got to have blinking lights. And the wee-woo, wee-woo. Yeah. A horn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So how many ladders? Do we each get a ladder? <laughs> those are the questions that we ask here. WMAY.com slash poll. Springfield's Afternoon News with Jim Leach. Listen on demand at WMAY.com. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Yeah, we're having fun. Imagine that. It's a novel concept sometimes on the airwaves. I don't know if you're having fun, but we are. Yeah, we're having fun. That's all that really matters. And we appreciate it if you join in. If not, well, if you're not your cup of tea, then so be it. We don't like you either. No, exactly. So uh, before we get to news, bottom of the hour here, I do want to share this quick story. It's this uh, April Maxwell is her name. She's being held in Lake County Jail after authorities said she left two of her children at a Circle K for about eight hours from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. Good Lord. Police said the children were found dirty and appeared to be suffering from neglect. A man working at the gas station that night said it took a little before he realized the mother had left the children there alone. Mother told police she considered the man an acquaintance due to her coming to the gas station often. <laughs> she so left him in the store? She just left him at the gas station. Yeah, just she just left him in the gas station um, at the what? Circle K. Where'd she go? Don't know. She just was like, here you go. And I love the fact that it took him a while to notice that the mom had gone. Right. And I and I love her response of, 
Well, Joe behind the counter, I come in all the time. Joe knows me. Sure. Joe knows what kind of what's kind of uh, icy I love. I'm here three times a week. I get a coffee and a bag of zingers. Right. Joe, that's the kind of guy I want to leave with yeah. my kids. Joe, Joe always seems to like me. Yeah. Joe knows like I like camel red lights. <laughs> he knows my brand. Uh, police found a man sleeping outside of the gas station in a golf cart. After authorities tried to wake him up, he said he was friends this is with... the same place? Yeah, so... So she, she says she she drops a kid off at the Circle K, mm -hmm. says, hey, the guy who's working there, I know him, but apparently she had a backup plan of the guy outside in the golf cart. Uh, after authorities tried to wake him up, he said he was friends with the woman and that he was watching her children. When he called the mom, she reportedly showed up 45 minutes later. Good Lord. Authorities said the mother had left their two children at the gas station while she went with another child to put air in her golf cart tire in a Wawa in another county. What are you doing? Where is this town of insanity? I want to know where this place is right now. Where, where is it? Where? Why did the, this particular gas station where you left the kids not also have an air gun that yeah. you could put in your golf cart? Now it's free over at the Wawa. Yeah, you got to go over to the Wawa. Got better sandwiches there. You're my favorite kid. You come with me to the Wawa in the different county, and we'll get the air in the tire. We'll leave the other two jamokes there with Joe behind the counter. Where do people lose their way? I mean, you think at some point they were probably, you know, just a kid sitting in sixth yeah. grade learning stuff, you know, getting along, and somewhere along the way, people just become. Idiots. It just gets goofed. I don't goofed. know how that happens. I'm not quite sure either. It just gets goofed, but I do like her quick thinking on her feet when the cops... But that's my acquaintance. Yeah. You can watch him. Hamburg! It is the... Ooh, getting a little jazzy there. Yeah, <laughs> what is on? this? Is this an old Gap commercial from that little sliver of time when Swing was back oh, in? Remember yeah, that? That's right, yeah. Everybody loved the cherry popping daddies back in the day. Jeez. It is the Springfield Afternoon News with Jim Leach, without Jim Leach, Mike Wimacher, and Johnny Molson in 217-629-7970 is the phone number. Should we revisit the the conversation we had last hour about how you get music? Oh, sure. Because I, I do I, I do want to actually 217-629-7970 take more calls of what was the first album that you yourself purchased with your hard-earned money, mm -hmm. and what was the last album you've actually purchased yeah and if you have any uh columbia house yes stories, horror stories uh, throw those I in think, there too I, do you know anybody who didn't make that mistake no it, a certain generation of people you say columbia house and everyone has the same response to roll their eyes like oh yeah, yeah. that was not a great idea for me and i had i mean I, how many more did you have to buy like, I know the 8 for a penny to start or 12 for a penny to start, yeah. but I don't know what the contract ended up being of, like, how many you had to then buy at full price. Well, and their was, full price was way higher. It was. And that was kind of the thing with Columbia House was they, they didn't ask for much because they knew if you screwed up. Because remember, they would send you an, a, a record. Oh, that's right. And then you had uh, to whether, send it back. You to, if you didn't want it, you sent it back. Because they, they, they based did it, that? Because they based it on what you chose yeah. on the initial one. And then they would choose the one to send to you, and then you were, yeah, and then you had to send it back or not. And they must have had some kind of CIA-level mailing list going on because they chased me to easily five different states. Good Lord. I mean, it just, because it, it was like, and by the way, I think you still owe us $12, I mean, or whatever it was. It just, it just got bananas. And yeah. yeah, and everybody and everybody goofed up and suddenly owed them $128 that somehow stayed on their credit report. I mean, it was just an absolute racket.
They 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 would call in collectors on you too yes. if you did do it. So it was quite the racket. So two one seven six two nine seven nine seven. If you have any Columbia House horror stories, also want to hear what was the first album because we we were revisiting because at the start of the show you had found an article about it, it, it at a certain point in in your life. You just tune out the rest of music. Like you just There's stop a time buying. when you stop looking for new music, and you just sort of say, all right, this is the stuff that I'm comfortable with. Uh, a lot of times, it's the stuff that was from your, from your high school or college years. And after that, we kind of peter out in general. And yeah. it's not because the music got bad. No, no. It's just because we just, I don't know if it, we've right, reached our thres- threshold. And, and the other interesting thing in 217-629-7970, if you want to weigh in on this too, of was there times where you go back to the, the that nostalgia and you're like, oh man, I'm going to put this on and this is going to take me back. And then you realize it wasn't that great to begin with. Yeah, you bust out an album or a CD or something and you listen to it and you go, oh wait, this wasn't really as good as I thought it was. Yeah, or you get suckered in or maybe those bands that had that one big hit and you get oh, suckered gosh. in for yeah. buying the entire oh, album. yeah. And then you go, yeah. There's the vinyls. <laughs> you not only you not only did that, you went to see them in I concert, did, did went, you not? I went to see them in concert by myself. That's so. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, that was a messed up. That, that was did a you, bad. Did you buy the ticket beforehand on Ticketmaster, like via phone, or did you have to go to the box office and be like, one for divinals, please? I don't even think divinals. Uh, which, if you don't remember them, they were the uh, Touch, Touch Myself song. Yeah, I, I, well, let me cue it up for everyone. Yeah, sure, so, why not? Yeah, yeah. So um, people can realize how great a hit that was. And uh, I don't even think they were big enough to warrant Ticketmaster because it was just at a, a Oh, venue. no, is it that was a club? A, it was at a place, yeah. Uh, and uh, what possessed me to go and seek it out with it, it completely you know and I know they they had they had other albums before that and they'd been around for a while um but um yeah but why I up here. why I went I don't uh, I, I still to this I day think can't, can't we explain. all have those mistakes I, yeah. like the one that always sticks out to me and I I didn't purchase it but the people who were like yeah, here we go This is the this is the band that Johnny went to see by himself. <laughs> Here's the thing about this song, right? It was a hit, but it's a song that I probably should not have been listening to at the age I was when it came out. Yeah, because that was a phenomenon too of like your parents are just like, oh, whatever, and then you're like. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Is she hot or is she hot like every once in a while? <sighs> that video. She's hot like every once in a while. Yeah. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, I didn't do Columbia House, but I did uh, BMG. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's similar but different. Yeah, and I think it was like eight, eight for you know free to start with, and just paid postage, and then you had to buy like three more. Mm-hmm. And they had the CD of a month, you know, that if you didn't return the form saying you didn't want it, you got it. Yep. How many how many bad CDs you get stuck with then? None. None? Oh, you were vigilant. BMG was fantastic for me. I grew my CD collection to well over three or four hundred. You gamed the system. You did. You're one of the rare ones. to work. 
You should you oh, should I, now you should now ask people to give you money how to game BMG. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I signed my roommate up and everything. It was fantastic. Good. For Look you. at this guy. Appreciate the phone call. He I gave him the money. Yeah, I gave him the money. Returned the forms. It was cool. That's awesome. Appreciate the phone call. Look at this guy. He gamed the system. And the thing with uh, Columbia House or BMG or any of those things um, was you could get away with ordering crap because you had 12, you know? Right, they, they, yeah. You could, take a, you, could, you could take a chance on something yeah. and then it ends up being crap. Yeah. And so you could, you know, there were there were like a few that you wanted, and then you could you could go ahead and say, well, you know, I kind of like this, and I'll check it out. My mom just I think that's how I ended up with Lionel Richie. My mom, that's not crap. Dancing on the ceiling is a quality. It's not Commodore's Lionel Richie. It's not really good though. It's there are some stinkers on that particular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a, you, know, you know what? Honestly though, he had a lot of hits on that same album though. Yeah, there was I, Hello. I got, yeah, there was uh, I got a, Dancing on the Ceiling. Yeah, you looked that up. Uh, here's the thing: we because we we divvied it up within. The family, no one got what they really wanted, and it and it ended up when what had to be paid for. We didn't really have a say because coming from my parents, so it was like yeah. Melissa Manchester came bad. in the mail. Yeah. You know, it's like, and we got a lot of Phil Collins and not good Phil Collins. Like we got we got the the Phil Collins doing the covers of like the <laughs> the sixties doo wop two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is the phone number if you would like to uh, call in and let us know the first album you bought with your own money or if you were uh, one of the guys who were able to actually game or gals that game the system for Columbia House. So Lionel Richie's uh, Dancing on the Ceiling uh, album is full of hits. None of them particularly good. Uh, <laughs> okay, give them to you me. You've got Dancing on the Ceiling. You've got... That's uh, a jam. That one say slaps. You, Say Me. Oh, Say It For Always. That's yeah. the way it should be. Uh, Love Will Conquer All. Um, Ballerina Girl. Oh, another, God, yeah, that, one. that one. Let me, I'm going to bring that up. That's a terrible song. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna subject everyone to that one. So I thought Hello was on there, but it's not. No, that that had to be on the All Night Long album then, right? What was the All Night Long album? Oh, the All Night. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Everybody back in the '80s had these just terrible ballads. That must have been the one that I had was the All Night Long album. Dancing on the Ceiling was the album that I had. Yeah, here here it is. Um, this is from the Dancing on the Ceiling. Can't slow down was the All Night Long album. <laughs> what was? I mean. A guy who went from brick house to this. Right, that's what I mean. Ballerina girl. Oh, God almighty. That's worse than I remember. You are so lovely. <laughs> Terrible. You standing there. Oh. So aware of how much yeah, I care. This is awful. This guy was in the Commodores. For crying out loud. And he had this. You know what song came on when I was driving? Speaking of the Commodores, mm. remember the song Night Shift? Oh, yeah. The, the post-Lionel yeah. Richie Commodores? I'm like, I hadn't heard that song in forever. But I remember at eight years old, I'm like, that's a damn good song. Enjoy yeah. me some Night Shift. So uh, the Can't Slow Down album had Can't Slow Down, All Night, Penny Lover, Stuck on You, Hello, Stuck. Uh, running with the night. I mean, he. There was. Whoa, a, there was a time where he was. Yeah. I mean, the, and the, then he then they, then he gave us this. Again, hello is not a good song. No. Penny Lover, not a good song. No, they're hits, uh, but doesn't they're mean hits. they're good. Yeah, stuck on you, not a good song. <laughs> stuck. I forgot about all his terrible <laughs> ballads. But like, say you, say me. But that's a lot of hits. What was the one that he did? Ah, oh, damn it! He did the the soundtrack. It was a Billy Crystal. Um, and the and the bell and uh, Gregory Hines were cops in Chicago running running scared. 
But he uh, did. But he did the soundtrack for that. Like he did a song on that soundtrack. It wasn't "Say You Say Me." I can't remember what it was. I'll have to go to break and think that. Think about that one. Hi, you're on WMAY, or would have been two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Look up the Running Scared soundtrack for me, because he was on that one with Billy Crystal. That was one of the ones that we got. We get with Columbia House. It was right. a Running Scared soundtrack, all because of that one song, and it was crap. The rest of it with Michael McDonald. Was he on there too? How was he? Sweet Freedom. That's on that. I'm Running Scared I don't too. Know. The one that got me. Don't, don't, don't dance. Stop dancing. Why? Because you look ridiculous, and this is not a good song. Eight-year-old me would disagree with you. <laughs> this was his choice for Columbia House. Ready? Let it hit. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So I end up with a whole DeBarge album. But this is kind of what we're talking about is, you know, you... The knee-jerk reaction is, oh, gosh, music was so much better back then. Right. And you can go to an age when yeah, you, you dug a song like that or, or one of the... I want to look at some of the comments. <laughs> Let's look at the comments of DeBarge, <laughs> Rhythm of the Night. That's not good. That's not a yeah, good that, song. Yeah, it's not, not a great song. Not a great song at all. 217-629-7970. Mike Wimmacher and Johnny Molson, last few moments here. By the way... Other useless knowledge, it wasn't the Running Scared soundtrack. That was Michael McDonald. Lionel Richie appeared as a hidden bonus track, Say You, Say Me, on the White Knight soundtrack, which uh, was Gregory Hines and Mikhail Baryshnikov. Well, i glad we cleared that up. Yes, yeah, so you can now sleep easy tonight. Also, just a uh, heads up, the uh, Fighting Line, their tournament done. They lost to uh, Arkansas. Uh, who is here in 2023? Still a banger, says Lewis Paul. No, it's not. This is not a banger in 2023. This is music, says Betty Drache. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like there are people who insist that this is a great era of music, and it's not. Melina Silva says, nice memories of the 80s with DeBarge. I, like a Caribbean Michael Jackson, someone says. <laughs> Just fun times, lots of them. Who is here because a song ran uh, on the radio when you were growing up? Uh, he looks like the mean boyfriend in Coming to America. <laughs> the list goes on and on. So if not for them stashes, I would have sworn it was the most... <laughs> okay, I can't read the rest of that one. <laughs> Who is here because of Last Dragon? Yeah, that was another one. So that was one of the ones right yeah. there. And, and, and for those who... Let's look at the dancing on the ceiling comments. So I want to go there. You put up with a lot. Just to find some gems in in different eras of music, and people you forget do. that because yeah, the we, gems we are the ones that hold on. Yeah, we forget about all the other things that weren't the big hits. Yeah, right. When you when you look back at it, you're like in the early '90s. You're like, yeah, there was Pearl Jam and Nirvana and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, there was also Ace of Base and right. some other, you know, like exactly. some other things. Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, what's it? What is this very dramatic music? Oh, this is telling us the show's over. But. Oh, the show's over. But instead, we're going to play out. See, I had this one. Yeah. We all fell for it. I know. See, I, in, in, yeah, in my mind, this was a much better song, and it's not. Come on. <laughs> He's wearing Zubaz pants in the videos. God, he was in the Commodores. I know. And then he came up with this. Ready? 
when Stevie Wonder fell yes. flat on.